You're listening to the Unjust Around Podcast presented by Macy's. So coming up this week, how long did it take to get over that X? Chili is still talking about Usher, girl. <laughs> what kind of magic stick does Usher have going on over there that after 75,000 years, Chili is still focusing on him and her interview? We also going to talk about why are men matching our energy? This is going to be my favorite topic that we've ever discussed on the Undress and Rum podcast. And this is because it's true. You know, like men and women, they get into arguments and relationships. It's inevitable. We know that that's going to happen. But some women, my hand is raised. We think that there's a good number of men today who act too emotional. And what I mean by that and what we mean and what we're going to talk about that is matching their energy. Men, women You know, they might have a problem and then the men come in matching the same energy instead of trying to come with a solution. You know what I mean? So we're going to be talking about that. And also we have hot topics this week, which was a bunch of stuff. And it goes down in our DMs. So y'all sliding those. Mine's Claudia's. So, uh, yeah, so it's going to go down in our DMs like it always does. And, you know, we have to stop. And talk about Macy's. So Macy's, own your beauty, own your style. Join Macy's every Tuesday and Thursday, 12 and 4, for Macy's Live, hosted by top fashion and beauty experts and influencers that know something about a little something unlike me. (laughs) Tune in to Lifestyle for inspiration and insight on how to make the latest trends work for you and to find a twist on your go-to faves and check out Live Beauty for Insider Beauty Tips for the new beauty releases, how-tos, must-have products. Plus, check out even more at Live Home, Live Gifts, Live Specials. Everything's live. So tune in live, watch all previous episodes, uh, upcoming episodes at Macy's.com slash Macy's Live. Macy's Live is also now available on the Macy's app because they love making things easier just for you. So let's talk about how long did it take you to get over an X? Some people don't never get over an X, you know what I mean? And that must be the case for Chili because, uh, from TLC, y'all know her. She's opening up about her past relationship with R&B star Usher. Didn't she date mad other people after him, though? Like Larry Johnson? Oh, what happened to Larry Johnson? I dated him for a little bit. Oh, you yeah. dated him? I did date him for a little bit. Yeah, but you know what? That's probably one of the only people that I dated that I'm still... I'm not going to say I'm still cool with him. Like, I speak to him all the time. But, like, we don't have any heart. Like, I don't have any hard feelings towards him. You know, he never beat me up like he did the other girls. I dodged that one and got hit by another one. (laughs) So I guess uh, either way, it came back around to get me. I I can see why she was, you know, when you have like a public relationship like that and like stars are charismatic, like let's, especially entertainers and Usher's one of the best to ever do it. I see that. She dated somebody after him though, Claudia, somebody that had a name. They were no Usher. They were no Usher. Come on now, now, because they're going to drag us and be like, no, you don't remember when she dated Tupac? I remember she was known, like, she got famous because she had, like, a, well, popular, she was trending because she had, like, a super long list of things she wanted in a man. And people were like, oh, her list is unrealistic. Floyd never... Mayweather. She dated him? Yes. You don't remember when she started messing with Floyd? Okay. I thought that was just her boy. No. She was dating Floyd Mayweather. And she also, um, didn't she date L.A. Reid, too? 
Uh, I think that's who her kids buy, right? Yeah, she definitely did. Dallas Austin is who her Dallas. kids buy. Dallas, uh, she dated Nick Cannon. This list is longer than you said. Marlon Wayans, when did they date? Oh, but let's be fake, though. Let's be fake. They say see you at an event taking a picture of someone they think you dated him. I don't, I don't believe them lists. I don't. Well, I remember Floyd Mayweather. So, um, okay. so yeah, Dallas Austin, she has kids with him. So she's, listen, it has to be Usher. That's the one that got away because she's not bringing up none of these other people, right? She's talking about Usher. And she's basically saying with People Magazine that she had a hard time getting over her relationship. They officially dated from 2001 to 2004, but it wasn't until 2019 that both of them cut off communication. That was like last year during the pandemic. Just because why 2019, that's mad long to be keep. That's 15 years that y'all weren't together that you still kind of was dealing with each other at some part, like point in time. Her quote says, I love hard. I was like, God, why can't I get over this? He couldn't either. Before cutting off communication for good in 2019 to focus on herself, Chili detailed how she handled her dating life. She noted, I even stopped dating because before that, I thought if I met the right guy during that time, that I wasn't over Usher, so it wouldn't work. I would never want to straddle the fence. So she is now dating Matthew Lawrence from Boy Meets World. But like, what's the longest it's taking you to ever get over a relationship that you thought was going to last? I mean, there's people that I still think about. What if? You know what I mean? Really? Like the guy that you thought that I was the one for me. Yeah. And, and sometimes I wonder, I look at his page, I'm like, okay. You see someone's moving on their marriage, you're like, damn. But I would check in with this boy a lot. Just to make sure the divorce is still going strong. I mean, the divorce. Because I feel like when you really, you know, at the time you think you love a lot of people in your life. But then when you really look back at it, like there was like a few that were special in your life that you really was like, you know, that really could have been something. I don't have a time on it. I don't don't know the longest. I mean, that relationship has been over for a very, very, very long time. And, you know, I, I still wonder about him. I don't know if that's not me getting over him, but I still wonder about him. You know, I think like to wonder is okay. But to be like hung up over somebody to the point where you can't move on to another relationship is a whole different thing. She knew that she would still be dealing and communicating with Usher, which means they still were probably having sex here and there. They still were linking up. So she didn't want to move forward with somebody else. And I've been there. So it's still like my ex, one of my exes, I still kind of like, I'm not really sure how long we were together. Because a lot of the times that we were together, we were apart. We were broken up. But Mm -hmm. like I still and he still operated as if we were in a relationship together. I don't know why. It was just like I just couldn't let go. And a big part of it probably was because of comfort. You know, like he knew me. I was comfortable with him. Like and it was just easy. Like he was just somebody that knew me. You know, and that's somebody that I knew and understood. But he wasn't the person for me. In hindsight, I should have been let that go. You get what I'm saying? But I was just holding on because I didn't want to be by myself or I wanted to, you know, I'm thinking that I could move on and still deal with him. And that's not true. It wasn't until I cut him off that, like, I really found somebody. You have to stop communication altogether. And that's Which why sucks. she now has someone. Which sucks because it's like, you know, I feel like if you love someone, it's hard to cut someone off where it's almost like they're dead. Because they're, they're not dead. And they're actually part of your life. They're dead to you you and your situation, though. It's definitely hard. It definitely is in the way, though. It definitely can get in the way of you moving on to get somebody else. Because you probably have a different kind of energy when you're still thinking about somebody else. 
Yeah, because you don't go hard. Think about it. You're not giving your all. How can you give your all in a relationship if you're half in one with someone else? That's true. So you let certain things go. Like, uh, for instance, like there's things that maybe like early on in my relationship that if I still dealt with him, I'm like, I'm not putting up with this shit. And it'd be like the littlest thing. You get what I'm saying? Because you know that you got that person. You'd be like, oh, you didn't wipe the counter? I'm out of here. Like, you just, like, it'd just be stupid stuff. Like, not obviously that small. But you didn't call me today? Or you didn't call me how many times as I wanted? Well, he would have called me. Or he would, and you start comparing? Nah, that's not right. And that's not even right to do to that person. I wonder what broke them up, though. I ain't gonna lie. Usher ain't talking about chilling about 50, 11 years. It seems like he don't even know her. I did, I would have never known that they still was in communication. Yeah, that's that's you got to be conscious of your partner because he's got to feel mad, uncomfortable. Like you're still talking about him, like with Will Smith and Jada, how she's always talking about Tupac. Talking about Tupac, like, like damn girl, go visit him then. Yeah, let me tell you something. Sometimes I do have to discuss certain things about my ex because. I got to explain certain reasons for why I am. I'm like, sometimes I feel like a battered dog and not to call myself a dog because I've said this before, but you know that like you might go to a new home and the family's good and they treat you amazing, but like they go to pet you, you still might flinch a little bit, right? So to me, that's how I feel. Like if you come out of an abusive relationship, you know, I do feel like you are a bit, not saying that I bring his name up, but I might bring up situations just to let him know, like, this ain't whatever you, this is from this. And that's something that, you know, I got to fix through therapy or whatever the case. But I'm not going to constantly bring up another man's name while I'm in love with this man. Like, it's not yeah, right. Bringing something up to, like, you provide context is fine. But bringing someone's name where you're praising him and going in People magazine and saying, you know, great things about your ex. If you are going to say great things about your ex and show maturity, like you don't hate on him, please make sure you include your current relationship and, and show him even a little bit more. You know, like maybe say, you know, listen, I had a great relationship with Usher, but my new guy, you know, I, I never knew I could love like this or something yeah. like that. You know, and even you know, if they took that out of the quote, I agree with you. Make it so strong that you can't take it out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but with Usher, but with Matthew... <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say like it got to follow but let me tell you something I seen that clip and I didn't hear her say nothing about Matthew and you don't yeah. talk about Matthew like you talk about Usher so let me tell you something me getting over I'm, I I only had one instance where I couldn't and that's because there was an abusive relationship everything else yeah you might think of the person in the back of your mind but you move on usually when uh, I start with somebody else it definitely helps speed up the process of getting over the last person maybe that's not the healthiest way to do it and I don't recommend it mm-hmm. but I will say you know usually you're so excited about the new situation because every new situation is so fun in the beginning right yeah. and it takes away some of the pain now you're not really dealing with issues like you should through therapy but you are feeling like you know what you got something to distract you from that pain and it eventually goes away it's true, but then also you may have somebody that can even help you through it. It doesn't necessarily have to be that you're like, oh, it's just anybody. Maybe you're comfortable spending that time, that traumatic time with somebody that actually understands you, listens to you, actually shows that they care. And that's how you get over it is because the support of that person. Not to say they're a therapist, but that kind of acts like a therapist, like the person that's listening to you. That's like being there for you 
it's kind of the same thing. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a different form of therapy to me. That's why when people isolate themselves and they're like, oh, I got to get over this relationship and they're in the house by themselves. And I'm like, well, how the hell did you think you was going to get over that? By thinking about them all day, being in the house by yourself, crying? Yeah, that's 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 tough. And then you you tend to just focus on them, obsess over them. Right. So you have to go out and move on. That is the way to move on, actually. Anyway, um, yeah, no, but I do hate that term. Like, I need time to heal. The only thing that I feel like you really need time to heal from is a death. Because that's something that you can't change bring back that's like if you lose a family member that was close to you you can't grow another uncle like you could get another boyfriend you could get another girlfriend you could get another wife you could get another husband Mm -hmm. but like you can't bring somebody back so that's that's the only thing chili please stop talking about usher i don't want to hear it no more unless y'all are getting back together don't talk about him no more but i will say this you're a celeb you're gonna get asked questions that maybe maybe she's not bringing it up Maybe people are asking her about Usher. You're feeding into it, though. But the fact that you keep connecting yourself to this man is why we always... I wanna, I'm going to ask her about him, too, if I talk to her. Because I know you're going to talk about him. Right. <laughs> you get right. what I'm trying to say? I know you're going to entertain it. So clearly, like, you got to move on, y'all. Y'all can't be focusing on an ex that clearly has moved on his damn self. He had multiple relationships, public ones after. We just don't... We're not really familiar with the people because they're not famous. I'm just saying Usher is just such a way bigger name than Chili these days. You know what I'm saying? But Chili's still Chili. Come on. She's Chili, but Usher's Usher. Nah, dudes still be praising Chili. Like, they ain't have a song since the 90s. Once her name come up, they'll be like, oh, yeah, Chili's fine. Blah, blah, blah. No, she is fine. She still looks the same. She does not age at all. But I'm just saying Usher is a huge star. So, of course, if your your ex is a huge star, they're going to ask you about that person every single time. They have no choice. Nah, Amber Rose and Kanye, they don't, she doesn't entertain the questions about him. Only like one, few and far between. Look, they haven't been out in a, ages, but still are uh, a household name where you say, say TLC, the kids even still know what it is. Like they don't probably don't know no songs, but they know. Well, I'm not taking away from her being a star, but I'm just saying Usher is such a, he's, and he's super hot right now too. With the, it's almost the, like he just came out this year to some, you get what I'm trying to say? He re-came out. Mm-hmm. He re-came out. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You just got to move on. And, and if not, you're going to be looking better. To me, that's the only way that I see it. I see your situation, what you were saying about old boy. To me, that's just more of like a, either shoulda, coulda, woulda, or what if. Like, yeah, that's yeah. okay. That's okay because people grow apart and whatever, whatever. But it's not like, interviews you're talking about him because it would be equivalent because he has a situation you get what i'm trying to say like you're talking about he's usher also has a situation and people were surprised i said that on isn't he in a relationship yeah usher loves older women too he He does he Mm -hmm. does it he it's always a behind the scenes older woman Mm -hmm. like an executive stylist like he doesn't doesn't seem like he really does the forefront especially after chili yeah Mm-hmm. I think that relationship was probably damaging for him too. And let's be real, men don't go away. I can call any guy that I ever dated throughout my whole entire life right now and they would answer the phone. Call one right now. Don't make me do that because you know one will answer the phone. So stop. All <laughs> of them will answer the phone. Call and that's what I'm saying. I don't have a number. Because you told me you deleted all the numbers in your phone of exes when you got with the new guy because you're so in love. You know what? The, the I told you this. 
I didn't say that, but I did say this because I mean, some of them I know, like, no, no, like I got to work with people and that's life. Right. But I did say the first day I met him, I said, I'm, I'm gonna cut everybody off. I don't care who, if I talk to them once a month, once a, I said, I'm cutting everybody off for him the day that I met him. Okay. So when people say that, like, I knew I met my wife as soon as, and you'd be like, bull, bull crap. I'm so serious. Like you can ask my best friend, Jerry. I said to her, she looked at me like she, she was about to pass. She didn't believe me. She was like, yeah, okay. But then she was like, you're serious? When I said it, I was like, no, I'm dead serious. She was like, what? She was shocked. So when are you getting married? As soon as he asked me to marry him. If he's listening right now, what would you say to him? If he asked me to marry him right now? No, if he's listening right now, what would you say to him? I say stuff to him all the time. What do you mean? He's always listening. If he's listening to the show right now. Don't get all shy. Mouth what? of the South. Okay. Um, Lord, well, I don't know what you want me. What am I supposed to say right there? I'm going to propose to her very soon. And I would like to be in the wedding. I'm just going to put that out there. Right you now. are going to be in the wedding. We're getting married. We talk about it. Like we talk about all that stuff. To me, if you're in a real relationship and you're not talking about future, then where, what are you really doing? Mm-hmm. You supposed to, unless you're just dating to date, but like I'm dating for love, for to marry, to, you know, I'm not just out here running around. I'm not no spring chicken. Now I'm marinated a little bit. It's almost time to go into Greece. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about these men that act like women, big femme energy. So we saw this thing on social media and we wanted to share it with y'all. So arguments and, and stuff like that, they always happen in relationships. And it's only, that's like regular. Everybody gets into arguments. Friendships, you get into arguments, right? It's normal. But when it comes to men and women in relationships, are men of today being too emotional? So this is the post we saw. Listen up. Stop dealing with men and try to match your energy. You will have the worst relationship with them because as a man, you have to understand that you cannot do what women do. Getting mad because I'm mad and then treat me like you got a problem with me without knowing if I have a problem with you is very womanly. Not answering calls on purpose because I missed your call on accident, womanly. Trying to hurt or destroy me mentally, physically, and emotionally whenever there's an issue with us, womanly. As a man, your job is to lead and be firm on what you feel. Say it like it is. Keep a woman's emotions in order or let her be. Not match energy. Some of y'all men ain't grow with a good father in these shows. You don't know how to be a man because you've been around too many women to the point that now you're trying to keep up with one. Free game, ladies. Facts. I've been dealing with this. Maybe women are becoming more masculine as we have to because of the lack of it around us. And they're just like, they want, they're in their feminine soft power, a soft era. But I'm seeing guys now, if I don't hit you back right away because I'm working or I'm running three miles mm-hmm. and I don't call you, when I do get right back and I call you back, they're purposely waiting to respond or to text back. And it's like, you can see it happening. This dude was checking for me, right? And I, I ran into him. Uh, right recently at, at this event i didn't hear from him in in days mm-hmm. he reaches out to me because our mutual friend posted a picture of us with a filter on it so you reach out to me to complain about you didn't like the filter but i didn't hear from you from at all about anything else what in the female energy menstruation energy you know yeah. mode is this men are really coming at you and like i didn't like the filter how he did my face I said, oh, I'm hearing about, I'm hearing from you. Oh, it was a filter on his face. It was a filter on all three of our faces, but he yeah, said but- he didn't on his face. He's like, oh, tell your boy, he did me wrong, putting the filter. First of all, I'm not telling anyone 
to change anything on their social media. Period. That's, that's feminine. Number two, super. I ain't heard from you in a while, and you hit when you do hit me up, you hit me up to complain about a filter on another man's page. I wish I would engage. I that's wish I would. Crazy. I told him, I wrote him, I said, I ain't heard from you in days, and you was talking all this. Oh, let's do this, let's do that. I go, but then you hit me about a filter. I broke. F you. Yeah. <laughs> like, LOL, I wasn't feeling good. But you felt good enough to go look at a filter and complain. Like, yeah. Oh, and crazy. then they always have the weakest excuses. Like, at least man up and be like, no, nah, I just didn't want to talk to you. Like, I'm going to be honest. I'd rather you hurt my feelings than you sit here and try to rock me to sleep. Like, right. please hurt my feelings before you do that. I always say this about men, though, because. You are being raised by women. Well, now I do feel like men are stepping up a lot more than back in the day. And they are like being fathers to their kids. But at one point in time, it was a lot of fathers that wasn't in the home. Our father wasn't in the home. You get what I'm saying? Like, and these men are being raised by these women. And it's almost not their fault that they act the way they do. But then when you get older, you have to do the work. So you're acting like your mom because this is what you've seen. And what else can she teach you? To be like, she can only teach you to be like a good human being, but she can't teach you to be a man. Yeah. Yeah. So the energy that she's giving is obviously going to be the energy that he gives. That's what he saw. But you have to be willing to admit that that's what you're doing. And that's the problem. Like men are more so they'll be upset with you for calling it out. But I've often had arguments where I'm like, instead of stooping to my level of what I did. If you saying that I did wrong, why not lead and be a man? Why not lead me and show me what's right? If that's well, the case. And I definitely don't want to blame the women that are being the single moms. It's actually the man's fault that leaves these women alone to raise their sons. Yeah. You, and I'm not blaming yeah. the woman either. That's just yeah. how she acts. She's only doing right. What she knows. She's, she's doing the best she can. A lot of times yeah. these men that think it's cute to, to get all these women pregnant and make these babies and then take off. Nick and then Cannon and be a young boy. Uh, we could go on. And then you're creating a whole generation of these weak men. And then we complain about them. It's your fault. You cannot. You can have a relationship that doesn't work out with the mom and make sure you make your presence really felt in that household where that kid feels like he has a male presence and a dad, yeah. son and your daughter, because it definitely affects daughters as well. But then if you're looking up to a man that's like a, I'm going to just say a Nick Cannon. Yes, he's a successful man and all that's amazing. But then you're saying things like, oh, I just look at whoever texts me and I go along the route. And that's who I sleep with at the end of the night. Like, this is the man. That's right. But he's also raised by a woman. Yeah. You know, there's some some men out there I know that were raised by both parents. And they are, you know, they know how to treat women. They know about family. They know about structure. And then you have... Other ones that are just out there running amok. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's whack where it's like, oh, you got an attitude? Well, I'm going to catch an attitude too. That's womanly. You know what I, I mean? mean to move forward, it's not. They're doing things that we're calling womanly that my real boss friends don't even do anymore. Like a lot of my women friends, are they, they have very, I won't say masculine energy, they're successful. And they don't even do the little bullshit that these men are doing. Well, you, you learn know, to do, you learn not to because you see how they doing it and you see that's, you be like, they acting like a bee. So then you don't want to be like that. So now you manning up. Women are bossing up and manning up and a lot of men are, are getting very, 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 very. Are crying about it. That's no. Be, women are be, bossing up and men are crying about it. Yeah, they don't like it. Man up like then. 
Because that's what the real problem is. I mean, if there's a million women saying this, clearly we're not just, and then you know people, oh, they're men bashing. No, lead. I thought it was the man's job to lead, not stoop to my level and get back in an argument with me and hang up the phone and all those things. When I think about those things, to me, that's something that like, Somebody that can't control their emotions. And they always say that women are emotional. So if we're putting that, and I don't mind a man with emotions. I love it. Please give me all the emotions, but don't let them be femme energy. Like don't hang up on me. Don't, don't curse at me. Don't like still be a man. Don't be talking to me with your hand on your hip. Let me tell you something, girl. You didn't call me back, so I didn't call you back in time. You did this to me, so I did that. Um, and that's not even man and woman. Cause I hate when they, when they say that that's childish. Childish. Grow up. Please. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're not, it's not a feminine, masculine. Yeah, because I don't like the, the feminine being an insult to men because I said feminine. women got it going on, right? I said feminine. 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 It's more immature. It's childish. It's super childish. So maybe that's that's more the approach. So we're not pointing fingers at each other. But I do understand the fact that m certain men will like argue like a woman. And by that, I'm like, you you had to be listening to your mother when you were younger. Talk to somebody because you argue like a woman. Like I'm mm -hmm. arguing with you like I'm arguing with one of my homegirls. And that's not right. Yeah, it's hard in these streets. It's hard in these streets. Fathers raise a child. And if it, I mean, that's the moral, right? Fathers, do be in your kids' lives. Please be in your kids' lives. And be in your adult kids' lives. Even when they're, they're an adult, you can still... Be there and be there for some positive energy or some masculine energy or help your kid. Like if they get off course, you see them doing questionable things. Their their behavior is like you know mm, that ain't really manly or uh, adultly. Jump in there, adjust your child, adjust your your seat. Tell them, hey man, you you live in foul. Hold your kid accountable. Yeah, and like you don't stop being a parent at eighteen. So I'm glad you said and in your adult kids. Honestly, you need more guidance as an adult than you do as a kid. As a kid, you just running through life. You don't really, I don't rem remember half the stuff I did. But um, yeah, of course, you got to be set straight and put in line. But it's the older me that probably needs more advice and more guidance than ever before. You know, and I don't mean like, like today. Oh, yeah, probably still. Because there's decisions that you make later on in life that you can't go back and just be like, oh, okay, well, you got a hundred years. No, you're older now. Like you gotta mm -hmm. be cautious of what you're doing. So that's when you need a lot of guidance. So I think you're right. Stay in your adult kids' life. Stay in, just be there, man. Stop making these kids and not guiding them. I hate when people be like, well, I didn't have nobody to teach me. It's like, listen, you that excuse last is good for you when you're in your teens. When you get to be an adult, there becomes a time where you're self-aware and you're like, you know what? You're, I, I am away. I am overly emotional. I am a little bit verbally abusive. I am this. I am that because my father did this, because my mother did this, because I didn't yes. love. And then you got to be like, so what am I going to do about it? So I don't keep the same. So you can't just use it as an excuse and then live in that filth, in that trough. You got to mm -hmm. move on. You got to be like, all right, I know I do this. So let me work on that. So that's that's where I am in my life. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the part, the part that I am where I'm like, OK, I know my flaws for real. Now it's time to start ridding them, you know, working through those. And that's a, a mature decision to know that you have issues too. You, you know, you have problems that you need to fix. Nobody's perfect, you know, but you got to do the work to get there. And it doesn't mean just matching somebody else's energy and walking off mad. That's right. Or starting arguments because you don't like how they did X, Y, Z. 
So now you're not talking to them for weeks on purpose and you planned it. Like that, like how old are you to do that? Grow up. So let's talk about some hot topics. Miss Jackie O, the longtime partner of DC Young Fly and the mother of their three children. She tragically passed away last week. Now, extremely, extremely sad. Even, um, you know, I, I didn't know her. I see a lot of people that did. It's super sad, especially with those three little babies. So there hasn't been a cause of death as yet, but people are speculating it came from complications because she was having a mommy makeover at a plastic surgeon. And um, we want to keep her family, DC, Young Fly, her friends, everybody in our prayers. It's just sad that there, there was another report that came out that she was actually found unresponsive in the hotel room. But that's all the details that they said. They never said if it was before or after the surgery or whatever. They just said the hotel and and that's about it. So um, how do you feel about this, Claudia? Because I'm still seeing a lot of people, a lot of influencers posting their ads for their surgery, posting that. I know I just recently seen um, Coach Stormy. The very next day, they like I think yesterday, they, they posted a story with Moniece getting surgery. Moniece. Not to trash her, and I'm not, but I'm just saying the timing of these these posts being released is like, yeah. Ugh. Alonzo but- just got surgery. Like I said, Coach Stormy. So they're still doing it. They're still they're still promoting it. It's definitely and- not going to make people stop because people think that was a freak accident and it's not going to happen to them. And it's sad, you know. But I I want to bring it back to the people on the internet. You know, people say, oh, she was beautiful. She didn't have to do anything. Y'all, the same people that probably went in on her after she had a baby. Yeah. And, and, and going to criticize if you ain't snatched back quickly enough. The yep. people in the comments that be looking like straight crap themselves have the audacity to go in on people that are doing their best and look pretty good. You know, look better than 99% of people out there. And then you got to sit there and get criticism. People think, oh, you're a celebrity. Why do you even read the comments? Because you're human. You read the comments because you're human, and that's what humans do. And that doesn't matter if you're famous, not famous. Uh, no one knows you, a million followers or, or, or five followers. That is what humans do. We look for validation. We look to be loved. We look to be um, approved. We look for approval, even of strangers. And I bet you she had some insecurities because she is known as a beautiful model, you know, on Wild and Out. And to the point where pre- she probably didn't feel like she even had that grace to, like, take the year that it would take to normally get ready. Her baby was young. The baby was little. She just had that baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so cute. But I and, and I heard DC Young Fly told uh, uh, Jess, I think Jess Hilarious told us this today, that he said, I'm going to marry you once you give me a son. And then she had a son. And then she died. This is such a sad story. Like, I'm speechless for real because what can you say to that? You know, um, I do know somebody who her sister traveled with a friend to the DR to get work done. She didn't tell anybody because I guess she figured, you know, I'm going with a friend. She's getting it done too. We'll be there together. And her sister died and the girl left, came back to the States and just left her there, you know? And yes, (laughs) yes. And just came back and was like, by the way, this happened a couple years ago. So I've been well aware that, you know, people are dying behind these surgeries. Surgeons are speaking out saying the BBL is the most dangerous surgery, period. People are getting Mm -hmm. it daily. Not only are they getting it, but they're getting uh, discounted ones. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? Where you don't even know this doctor. You're not doing your research. Some of these doctors are not board certified. Some of these doctors already have deaths under them, you know, mm-hmm. and because girls like the work, they're like, oh, no, nah, well, she and he and and then and then on top of that, you're supposed to go get a physical and make sure that all your stuff is right. But I'm pretty sure when you go to the chop shops in Miami and DR and that, they're not doing the blood work. They're not doing the paperwork. They want the six thousand dollars that it's not even supposed to cost. It's supposed to cost like twenty. You know what I mean? They take the six thousand dollars, they put you on the table, and they chop you up because they have fifty. They want to make. They want to do fifty people a day instead of doing five. They're supposed to do two. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. A real surgeon, a real is not supposed to do no more than two surgeries a day. They're doing 10, 15. That's not healthy. It's not safe. One of my friends, um, one of my really good friends, she was getting her breasts fixed in the DR. And she said they had hooked her up to the anesthesia. And as she was going under, like, you know, they say count from 10. I only usually get to like eight. I get anesthesia. I get mm-hmm. my dental stuff. It's like 10, nine, eight. I'm done. They asked her, oh, you want lipo in your stomach? We'll do it for you. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when she woke up, her stomach was all lumpy. It was never really done right. They asked her that. as she, But that's what happens in these foreign countries. You got to be careful. You have to be careful. Not that saying Jackie L was doing that. But a lot of these no, surgeons no, no, are no, not no. sports-certified plastic surgeons. A lot of them are right. just like cosmetic. Some of them are not nothing. You know, I told you. Weekend the, courses. No, I told you the, the doctor that did all the girls, he was a gynecologist. Mm. He ain't even, you don't got to have nothing. As long as you're a doctor. And something mm-hmm. that's wow. crazy. And girls was he was jacking girls up. Don't get me wrong, some of the girls was looking fire. They body did look really nice. But one girl jumped off the table one time. And matter of fact, you know who went to him? Renee yep. from Mob Wives. And they did an episode on Mob Wives. Remember, she got up and like her whole side, she almost died. Wow. And people were still going to him. It was on VH1. On Mob Wives, and people were still going to him. I want to know in the comments below when we post this, why are people still going to plastic surgeons that you know people have died at their hands? So I understand some things happen. People have uh, adverse reactions to anesthesia, but this shouldn't happen in this day and age. Why do you guys think people are still going to these doctors that have these reputations? Now, supposedly the doctor that um, Jackie O uh, went to, um, he sued two of his clients that said that They said he botched their jobs. He sued them, but the cases were dropped. He tried to sue people for speaking out against his work. Wow. Which is mad. But he didn't have any deaths, did he? I don't think he had deaths, but he had just botched jobs. I've heard of that doctor before. I've seen um, not his work, but I've definitely seen girls praise him online. Mm -hmm. But to me, anybody that's giving away a free anything, they're not good. Like, they not. I wouldn't trust that. People hit me up gold, all of them. They hit me up all the time. Like, hey, if you want to get anything done. And I think about like Funk Master Flex. Remember, he got it done on camera. Like, I'm just like, how is this safe? It scares me to watch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like getting anesthesia, getting put to sleep. It's not easy. And then you wake up like, you know, I got breast reduction. And like, I, I'm glad I got a breast reduction. But like at the same time. Like, I don't, I've had surgery before. Like, I've had cysts, whatever. I had to get those removed. And I never had no scars. So I never thought I'd keloid or nothing. I, so I got, like, keloid scars now on the side. 
by where I got work done. But I will say, I went from an I. I was at thirty four I. Yes, and now I have. Now I'm thirty four D. So it was a lot needed to be taken out. So I don't know if it was because it was so much weight and so much like that. Maybe that's what it was. But like I did years of research and still got. It's not a botched job because he's not, he's a good surgeon, but maybe my skin just didn't take, you know, a keloid a bit. You had eyes? Yeah. And I used to be so embarrassed to talk about it because I was uncomfortable. I would be in pain. I was going to ask you, how painful was that for you? Like the bra strap cutting into your shoulder? Yeah. Oh my God. So heavy. Then my bras were like $200 and up. Like there was no, mm mm-hmm. I would get them from Rigby and Puller, which I still didn't realize once I got my breasts done or whatever, I uh, was still going there to buy bras, forgetting that like I didn't have to pay $200 for bras anymore. But I was just so used to, because that was the only place that had my size, like European, you know, over there, they got big jugs. Not jugs. <laughs> and then small, small, thin waist or whatever. So that's where I could get bras and stuff from. So, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, it, it's a risk, you know, and I was scared or whatever um, to get it done. And I did get, and I do have scars. So, you know, it's not always, it doesn't always come out how you think it's going to come out. I'm way happier and I, I I wouldn't change it for that. I'm so glad I got it done, but it's not perfect. You know what I mean? Like I thought it was going to be like how I seen somebody else and theirs was like this. And, you know, it's never going to be the same for you. It doesn't matter if it's the same surgeon. Y'all don't have the same body, the same nothing. You How are you going to heal the same as somebody else? Like that just, none of that works. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about Chica. You know what? I wanted to talk about this. I'm so glad we're going to touch on this topic really quickly. So she gained recognition on social media and and then social media also crashed and burned her. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know how it is. The gift and the curse. Mm -hmm. So she went on Twitter and was going in about somebody's babies crying in first class. She posted up a picture of them. Come to find out the babies that she called bastards was Zanique's kids, and that's Tiny's daughter. Mm. Now, um, it's also T.I.'s stepdaughter, which he still considers her his daughter or whatever. So when Zanique seen it, she did not hold back. She wrote, wait, I'm in tears. Not Chica mad at my child for cutting up in first class. You should have just sat there and been mad, babe. You sky priority AF. First of all, I like Sky Priority now. Me too. I feel attacked. <laughs> and what she meant, she meant um, Delta Comfort is given, right? right? Yeah, she okay. meant Delta Comfort. And I and I like Delta Comfort too. <laughs> Don't right. be coming for Delta Comfort if they ain't sending for you. Okay. <laughs> now, but Chica, let's be real. She didn't know that that was that girl kid. She True. thought nobody was going to see this. She thought she was just ranting on Twitter randomly. It was the putting up the pictures of the kids where she was wrong. Again, you don't know who you're talking about. It could be, you, your thing is a stranger, but she, the pictures is like, yeah, you gotta be careful, people's kids though. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, I don't care whose kids it was. Why are you taking a picture of kids and posting? Right. That's what I don't like. Now, anything else, we've all called a kid a name. She didn't know it was her kid. I could see if it was. And then you know what I really didn't like when her baby father was like, "What city you in? What you gonna beat her up?" Right. Like that. Now that was corny to me. That, that's another example of men matching. And boom, because Zanique already said what she had to say. Zanique handled it like the woman she is. And I like her. 
So she, why did he now you got to bring violence into it? Chica apologized. She said she was wrong. Your woman handled it. Zonie did the right thing. She what did it. What are you going to do? Woman. Kill her? Like, I don't. And then you're going to put the evidence on Twitter that you're looking for her to see what city she's in? Whatever you're doing, you're incriminating yourself. Or looking for attention. I don't get what that was. But again, let the women handle the women. Just because y'all definitely will be like, stay in a man. In a man. You get on chase. So if she was to try to fight him, then she wrong. But he could do that to her and nobody says anything. I don't mm -hmm. like that. Right. Yeah. I, I don't either. So she's bullying the kids and then you bullying her. But she said, sorry. She didn't know. Again, she didn't say she didn't say Zanique's kids is turning up and T.I. Tiny didn't. She didn't say that. She didn't even know who they were. Have you ever talked about someone and they're right behind you and yeah. they hurt you? <laughs> they have all the time. <laughs> I, would, I would say something like, man, I can't stand it. And, I, and my friend would look at me like this. I go, they're right behind me. Huh? Yeah. This actually happened to me Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Who's you talking about? I was talking about something to do with the makeup artist to my homegirl in front of a person that I didn't realize was the makeup artist. <laughs> so like, basically like it was a situation where it was a conflict of schedule. My makeup artist got canceled. So they brought in another one. So I'm like, well, let's say all this time, my person could have been here because this person ain't even here yet. Mind you, the person said right there. And so what like, they say, oh. they heard everything. I mean, I didn't know them, so I didn't really care. But it was just crazy because I, that person didn't look like they would be a makeup artist to me. It was like a real dude. Like, yeah, do your makeup after that? Yeah, but he made he did it nice though. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared of him. It wasn't even about him. It was just like, you know what I mean? So what, he couldn't even be mad. It was just, it was a mistake. But one time I said, uh, we was at the BT Awards and we left and went to Mastro's. So we in there Jones and like talking about people outfit. You know how yeah. people drink, get to drinking and we the whole table. I'm like, yeah, yo, Buster Rhymes was looking like a Cheesecake Factory bag. Right there. <laughs> right there on the other side of the door. He came in. He heard you say it. He heard me. Buster don't play. Buster loves me though, man. You know, Rod Digger was like one of my um, people that I looked up to coming up. So I used to run around with Rod Digger when I was young, a young rapper. So I known Buster since I was a, a little baby. So, um, you know, but he did look like a Cheesecake Factory bag. It was the colors. <laughs> and then one time, no, did I say cheese? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then because I was like the year before, he looked like Captain Crunch. And he heard everything. Damn it, Buster. Hi, Buster, if you're listening. Please don't be listening to this because Buster, I love you and I don't want no problems. You know I don't. You know how I feel about you. <laughs> anyway, okay. let's talk about DMs. You got any good ones? I got one. While you're finding yours, I think I put one aside this week because it was- Oh, look at you. We're so proud of you. You finally got the hangover. Hangover. The hang yep. of it. Because of the short conversation I had with your co-host, Kyle. Yes. Someone DM me. You must don't know. Short- be big too. Don't be fooled, lady. Should I read it slower so they can bleep it better? You must don't know. Um, I think you should just clean it up because there's nothing that's gonna be said. Okay. You must don't know. Short guys D be big too. Don't be fooled, lady. And his name Damn. is Gucci Prada. So I wrote back. I said, LOL. <laughs> of course you did. That's what's up. And that was it. And that was it? Yeah. 
I just I just screenshot. I don't know. If, let me see if you brought me back. Let me see as you find yours. So yeah, men are writing me to let me know that I'm wrong about my well my short man theory. There are some positives that come along with short men, and apparently this short man feels he's very well endowed and that he's a problem in the sack. Does he look like he has BDE? Is he cute? <sighs> you can't be short and ugly. It happens all the time, B. I told you I, there was this guy that was trying to talk to me and we had mutual friends. And I had like heard his name before, but I ain't never see him. Like I never met him. So mm-hmm. um, he tried to talk to me or whatever. And like in hindsight, I don't know why I didn't see it. But then when he came to link up, we went to go eat. Uh, we met at a restaurant and he was so small. And like. Now I see him on social media and I'm like, how the hell could I not tell? Because like he's fitting in the whole picture with his whole <laughs> outfit when he's standing and you can still see the sky in the ground. Oh, there's a lot of head <laughs> in my footroom. I thought it was like Insta size. You know how you could like. <laughs> We're ready. They reduce him. Uh, yeah. He did write me back when I said, oh, that's what's up. He wrote, appreciate it with the heart. And he wrote, you should let my short self give you some long D so you can see something. Okay. And this is why. Okay. Let's move on. He said his short man, his short self. Are you going to let him try? Are you going to give it a try? Oh, I am prejudiced against short men. I already told you this. I'm <laughs> and like, but I don't, I never heard you say you was prejudiced against them because they had small things. No, short men. I'm, I'm a short man bigot. Yeah. So, but why did he just come with that? Like that was going to do the convincing, like that was going to change everything. You never said short guys have small things. You just said you don't like short guys. I just said, I think they're mean. Okay. Well, somebody hit me and I just thought this was hilarious, like a riot. Two things. Um, So one person hit me and they tried to book me for something. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was considering it. I have a jam packed weekend and I'm filming a lot. But I was like, I'm never too busy to pick up a bag, right? Never. So I definitely was considering it. So we're talking and usually, you know, I'm not going to go back and forth with them over that on the price. But he led with that. So I was like, well, okay, we talking money. Let's talk money. So I told him, nah, not good enough. Got to come up. So he came up and then out of nowhere, the negotiation stopped. Because mm-hmm. he's like, you know, or you could just be my date because you're beautiful. Blocked. Never hosting that party. Oh, my God. So Why do you was- mess thing? Why do y'all do this? Because first of all, if you would have locked me in, booked me for the thing, and then tried to shoot your shot, don't you think you would have had more of a chance? Yes. You don't have no chance, but you would have had more of, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm obviously in a relationship. I make that very clear. But if you were trying... Have some coof. Book the person and try to build the relationship. You don't just, you're beautiful. What made you think that was going to work? Yeah, I'm going to give up the the prospect of making money to maybe go on a date with you who's probably going to lie to me and ruin my life. Who I don't even know, who I don't know what you look like, and I didn't slide in your DM. I only responded because you was talking about money, and I'm not a prostitute. I'll come host. I'm not coming to be your date. Like, what are, what are you talking about? Anyway, but this one's funny. We're going to end on this. Hey, Miss L'Oreal, you are beautiful. I finally get to see the face to the voice, and I am loving it. L'Oreal, spelling my name wrong both times, even though it's right above them. <laughs> L'Oreal, for what is worse, love you, my lady of radio. For what is worse? <laughs> for what is worse? For what is worse? 
<laughs> I can't make this up. I can't make that so ignorant. There's no way I would talk to somebody that thinks the saying is for what is worse. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. But I thought that that was hilarious when I opened my DM. And um, this is why nobody ever got a chance out of the DMs because, oh, somebody gave me a voice a voice note too. We're going to play that next week. It's oh, really? hilarious. I forgot about that one. It's hilarious. I got to find it though. It's going to take me some time. And um, so we're going to get out of here. Make sure that y'all go to our pages and follow us, slide in them DMs so we could bring you into an episode. You can follow me at Star and L'Oreal, S-T-A-R-R-I-N-G-L-O-R-E-L. How about you, Claudia? At Claudia Jordan, hit me up and send me some interesting DMs because I want to end this chapter on a high note or at least a funny note with some of your ridiculous DMs. Yes, we need some funny DMs. And Claudia is still looking for a man, not a short one. So shoot your shot in her DMs because I'm going to pick a lucky man and you're going to have to go on a date with them and I'm going to pay for it. I'm not going on a date with a stranger. I was joking, but I was just waiting to see if you said yes because then I wouldn't have been joking. I'll let you know. All right, okay. how this week goes. Okay, that's good. So we're gonna get out of here. Put your clothes back on, Claudia, because I'm 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 tired of being undressed now. Zip right. it up. Go on over to Macy's, y'all. Do what you gotta do. And uh, we're gonna get up out of here. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend to tell a friend. It's the Unjust Around Podcast, brought to you by Macy's. Thanks for listening to the Unjust Around Podcast, and be sure to check out all of our shows on the Urban One Podcast Network.